and welcome to Imagine Me and Utena, a revolutionary girl Utena podcast. I'm Panda, I'm your host, and I'm here with my guest co-host, Abby. How you doing, Abby? Doing well, Panda, thanks. Tonight, Atlas could not join us, so I have recruited Abby once again, and tonight we are talking about the Revolutionary Girl Utsuna Sega Saturn game, specifically talking about the character of Chigusa, who is a game-exclusive character who doesn't appear in either the manga or the anime, and here to help us talk about that are the experts on the Revolutionary Girl Utsuna Sega Saturn (laughs) game, the dynamic duo, Jeff and Jenner, how you guys doing tonight? <laughs> experts, wow. Okay, you are <laughs> the experts on this game by now. I believe uh, Jeff. Isn't it true that somebody else is trying to LP these games right now? Um, and they're like, like re- relying on you in the thread or something? No, I'm just reading it. They're relying on votes, which is even worse. <laughs> oh no! This is a bad ending. Oh, you're gonna have a bad time. Oh man! Mm-hmm. How dare they? How dare they 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 try and steal our thunder? We are the champions of the revolutionary girl Utna story of the Sunday Revolution game, which is its full title. Yes, revolutionary girl Utna story of the Sunday Revolution. Uh, I think to start off this episode, do you think you guys could give us a summary? of the plot of this game because it is it's an if if anyone listening is not familiar with this game it's an original story that was written for the game and it has two new characters your player character and chigusa who we're going to be talking about tonight because this is her character episode so the story was written for the game the game also includes like actual footage from the show which i in my limited experience with the game thought was uh very entertaining and it looks really yeah. good it does it's it's extremely good quality um i just i mean i, I just want to say before i explain that we, we explain the game to you gosh jeff's part of this that <laughs> most like anime tying games are not good um, some are, but most aren't in my experience. But in so I had I was really worried about this game. I didn't have a lot of hope <laughs> for this game going into it. But I was wrong. This is if you are into revolution, revolutionary girl Utna, this is an amazingly good game. Um, it's got it's just it's got full voice acting with the original voice actors. Mm-hmm. There's just so much love and care and consistency put into the game. Everything that happens in this game could 100% be canon. There's no, like, fucked up shit that you're just like, this would never happen. All of this could totally happen. Probably has totally happened in some AU somewhere. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's let dead. me get into it. Because uh, I, I, I played it the most times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I played a little bit of it, but I've been dying to find out what the actual plot of this game is. Oh my yeah, god, okay. that would blow your freaking mind. Okay. It's so good. Um, so, you've seen the beginning. The game takes place in, like, a weird area between like the time when um utena fights jury before she fights toga for the first time before she loses uh so this this is like the span of time where this whole game is just slotted into and nothing at the end of the game changes anything that happens in the story so the whole game no matter what happens is canon because nothing's validated so the the, the premise of the game is the protagonist uh you you get transferred to a tori for because you want to go to the good school uh you show up and well, and your parents you, went there right isn't that like an imp- oh like oh we'll get to that don't worry i'll, we'll get, I'll to that. get into that because oh, yeah. that's not obvious <laughs> at the beginning of the game so yeah you go there um well, they said that said, they met at otori yes they did but as to, okay, anyway. so yeah you show up at otori you uh you go. You go to your first day classes because you know, know what's going on. The first thing you see when you get to Tori is Seonji slapping Anthe. So another mm. uh, form of this media where that's the first thing you see on the goddamn thing. So every single time, I must suffer. <laughs> we cannot escape. So through the game, so you, you show up. You can intervene or not, whatever. Uh, Utena shows up. We go on and meet her. Uh, 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 the, the protagonist meets Akio when she gets her room assignment. He's just there for like a couple minutes. Like doesn't do anything really. Uh, so it's pretty benign in this one. And then you get sent to the same uh, uh, dorm that Lieutenant Anthea are in. 
you get your own room and you're just in the same building that I think they're alone in in the anime because there's like no one else there anywhere. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so the whole game is just, is just the, the protagonist being like horny for everybody. Every single person. She's like, they're, they're gorgeous. Like the first day you go to like another student council, like, uh, like uh, it's a, it's a masquerade ball, but like it's n- none of the student council are wearing masks. The only one in, who shows up who has a CG who's wearing masks is, is Chigusa. Who, and the protagonist is like, I don't recognize this, this, this person. Who could this possibly be? <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, basically. So early in the day, uh, the protagonist stumbles into this chalk white fencing hall when she's looking for the fencing. The Remember fencing. that chalk white fencing hall. <laughs> yeah, so she walks into it. She looks around, doesn't find anything. She meets Chigusa, doesn't get her name. They leave. So later at the dance, uh, Chigusa slaps a note on the protagonist's back saying, hey, Utna, come fight me in three days. And the whole student comes like, what the fuck's going on here? You can't just have a duelist come out of nowhere. This is this, their rules. They're stupid rules. There are rules here. So they think the protagonist is doing it. The protagonist is like, no, why would I put a note on my own back? That's stupid. Uh, and then at the end of the first day, you go back to the dorms after saying, I'm going to find out who's doing it. It makes like, bad jokes or whatever. It you, it's a, you make choices. And you can choose at the end uh, at the end of the first night, like, well, I don't have a bed. Uh, what should I do? And you can either just like sleep on the floor in your dorm and go sleep with Utena and just share a bed of her in the first night. And she's like, yeah, come on up. Just get in here. <laughs> Hell and yeah. Then, yeah. That's the way to start. Just gals being pals. So <laughs> yeah. So the, the second day is, there's only like three days in this. The second day is when the paths start to diverge and you can start pursuing the various uh, romantic interests in, in this game. So you obviously got all the student council and you got Utena and then there are secret routes for like to see like an Anthe ending and there's like an Akio ending and there's like a Black Rose ending. It's all this stuff. So basically the the, the way the game works, the mechanics of it are, and Jenna, you can just jump in if I'm like monopolizing this, but uh, as you make <laughs> choice throughout the game, uh, you get nobility points of all the student council members with, with Utena and that whoever gets highest is kind of what dictates who's ending you're heading towards. Additionally, okay. Chigusa is running around doing shit in the background. And if you do stuff that she likes, she gets more power and she starts siphoning off that nobility from all the student council members and taking it for herself and like reducing the numbers. And if you do stuff she doesn't like, she gets pissed at you and oh no, sorry. If you do stuff she likes it, if you do, if you do stuff she hates, she gets mad at you and does more. So like at one point, um, Chigusa uh, like there's one point we can ask her if she has like a boyfriend or a girlfriend. If you ask her as a girlfriend, she like presumes that you're like making some shitty ass joke about it because it is a game of the 90s. Of course. So, yeah. Yes. So like she'll do more damage later. So you, you raise the points you want over the person you're pursuing. Like you get their nobility points to move mm-hmm. towards their route. And then Chigusa also takes away those points. So you have to like balance that sometimes depending on what, okay. what you're trying to do in the game right and depending on uh how you like raise nobility and allow nobility to be lowered by chigusa depends on how difficult the ending is so you can get like because when chigusa lowers the nobility of a a rock a, like a, a student enough she mind slaves them and and the person who you have the most nobility with fights them at the end of the game uh in a duel and okay. you can make it to the point where the your your the character that's coming to save you has to fight every character. Oh no! It's not them in a duel first before they come before they come rescue you. So it's really cool. That's insane. So that's the whole premise of the game. Uh, Chigusa herself. So uh, throughout the game, this, aside from all the characters specific content, there's some shared content between all of them that she shows up in. So uh, the first day you meet her for real in the class you get her name uh she feeds you a wrong answer for a uh, math question that if you don't take it she gets mad about it um at later points like you, you'll you'll meet her in like the the town outside of tori because you got to go shopping you can like walk around of her and answer a bunch of questions about her past you find out that she had someone in her old um like uh, fencing group that she had a crush on all this she elaborates on that stuff and later as as the game goes on it comes more increasingly obvious that chigusa doesn't actually like the protagonist at all uh in fact she hates her okay and so you start to get like more and more like petty like mean things happen to you so at one point uh you get paired up with her in the cooking class and you're making cakes 
and she has you try like the chocolate icing she make and she put like a tack in it and the protagonist uh, cuts her mouth on it. Oh my god. At an, at another point, uh the um protagonist gets a, a message from some of the school saying, Hey, the, the cops called, they got some stuff for you at the police station. So you go down there and what you find is a box. In the box is uh, a ripped up picture, half of which is just the protagonist's mother, and and the other half is gone, and an apple. And and uh, the protagonist like, this looks like me. This is me. This is my mom. I don't know why this is here. I didn't lose this. And the cops are like, well, they also had this thing in here, this apple. And they drop it, and it hits the ground, and just like explodes, and it's full of poison. The apple is just full of poison. And she's like, what is what happened? Uh, and then uh, at a, at another point. Uh, you're you're playing uh, soccer with uh, Utena and Chigusa's there. And by the way, Chigusa never changed her outfit. She's wearing like this full like two piece suit like dueling outfit, no matter what she does throughout the entire thing, including the soccer game. <laughs> and she's committed like, to that goth girlfriend aesthetic. Yes, yes. And and so you're playing you're playing soccer, and she's like charging down protagonist, and she's like, "Well, I can try to block her." Or I can get out of the way. And she will just run you down if you do not get out of the way. And you wake up in oh the nurse. Oh, my God. So I want to get into the, the character routes, but I want to get to the end of hers first. Yeah. Throughout the game, as you get all the whatever route you're on, eventually you show up at the, the, the chalk white dueling hall, which throughout the game is either like nice or like ruined and messed up. And no one can believe you that it's, it's usable. So eventually you go down there, usually with whoever route you're on. You get down in there and Chigusa gives this huge monologue on why she's doing the thing she's doing, why she is trying to defeat Utena and get the power and revolution of the world. So basically, okay. the plot of the game is, uh, in the backstory, is uh, 15 years ago, before the protagonist was born, uh, the protagonist's mother and the protagonist's father were in the dueling club. The father was like the coach. He was like the teacher, like older than everyone else. The mother and Chigusa were both in the, the dueling club together. Uh, Chigusa they're fights students. the protagonist's they're mother. students. This is important. They were students. Yes, the students. Yeah, it's, it's that kind of thing. So the, the Chigusa fights the protagonist's mother in a duel to try to earn the affection of the coach. She wins and defeats the protagonist's mother, but the, still the, the, the coach goes for the protagonist's mother anyways. So things progress. Like a couple months later, they send mm-hmm. her a note saying, hey, we're getting married. Come to our wedding. And Chigusa loses it. She burns down the, the fencing hall with her inside it and dies because she's crazy. Okay. So, so uh, somehow Chigusa's spirit has come. This is a very really drastic turn. Yes. So <laughs> shoujo manga gone wrong right yes, there. Yes, yes. Well, that's Utena. Exactly. So it's. <laughs> so her spear has manifested itself back in Otori all these years later as like her her, her performer age uh, she has basically come back so she can uh, get the power of Dios so she can change the past steal the the guy she wa- wanted to be with from the protagonist's mother thus causing the protagonist to cease to exist a la like back to the future man yeah. alice is gonna be so mad she missed this she loves time oh, loops i yeah. know it's such a good time loop because like several times she says like by the end of this you're gonna disappear yes <laughs> i think i i honestly think it's stone cold of the protagonist's parents to just send this girl an invitation to their wedding like ah, fuck you that certainly is a power move right there could be like you know an olive branch right it's like if they were all friends in the club together mm-hmm. it's only yeah, an they, olive branch that stupid people would say i mean they may not have no but so the thing i really like about chigusa in this is for one like she was the kind of person that assumes like oh if i defeat my rival in this duel i win i get the guy i want right even though life right. doesn't work that way mm-hmm. did not work the way in this instance yeah. The other thing I really like about Chigusa is um, unlike every other character in this show, because like like um, Akio does not see himself as a villain. He sees himself as like he's trying to regain his princeliness, but he's not he's not he's not a bad guy according to himself. Right. I don't know. Like, I would argue just real Mm -hmm. quick. I would argue that Akio knows that what he's doing is wrong, but just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, he yeah. has, he, he's also not like outwardly saying like I am doing the bad thing, right? He's like, yeah, he's no, like couching it he in thinks this, that he's just doing what shit. he wants yeah. to do. Uh, Chigusa 
uh, she constantly refers herself as like the evil queen in this story. There's a lot of like imagery oh, from like Snow White, where she sees herself as like the the, wi- yeah. the the evil queen who poisons Snow White and the protagonist. Snow White. the apple thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's all this stuff like that. So she is very clearly she is playing the bad the bad guy in this game, and she knows it, which is what I love. I love when there's like this self awareness really that like. Cool. The thing I'm doing, I'm doing because I'm I'm selfish and I want this. And if it makes you cease to be, that's even better, right? <laughs> I love her personality. Like, there's not, she's not the most complex character once you get, like, once you find out what her actual, like, motivation is. But, like, she has such flair and style and, like, she is totally willing to go all out to be, like, like you said, the evil queen. She's, like, really committed to that role, but it's interesting. Yeah, I like what you said, because, yeah, her motives are very, like, textbook. Like, it's very stereotypical, like, kind of jilted, not lover, whatever, I guess. Like, shoujo manga trope kind of thing. But, like, she just goes all out and is like, I'm going to be evil, but I'm going to be evil evil. Complete with a great wardrobe. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about Chagusa is that she has absolutely awful, atrocious, terrible taste in people to date, just like a real teenager. Oh, yes. Because she is extremely bisexual in this game. Oh, yes, she's a bisexual catastrophe. Saster by represent. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Finally, the representation I <laughs> yeah, needed. Yeah, so that reminds me. So <laughs> like... there are um, there are a couple, like, most of the character portraits in the game are, like, single-person portraits. Like, you got, like your Seonjis and your Juries and your Togas and whatnot. There are a couple partner portraits where it's two people in the same portrait and they're not just like pushed next to each other. The, those two are uh, Utena and Anthe and Aww. and Chigusa and Kozue, which is like Ooh, hanging off her arm. That's excellent. That's what they deserve. Yes. That is excellent. And it's weird because unless you do the, the Mickey route, you don't know why this is happening. Because, like, huh. it just, like, suddenly there's, like, the third day and she's just there hanging off with Chigusa. Like, what is going on here? Like, why is this happening? Why is she being That's so like mean? so Majora's Mask. I love it. <laughs> it's like you have to play all these different routes mm-hmm. to figure out why everything's going on. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe my memory is bad, but I distinctly remember a time when uh, when we weren't on Mickey's Road, when we went to the Chalkerot White uh, fencing hall and Chigusa was making out with Kozue. What? I remember that from the route that I played, and I don't know that we were specifically picking one route or the other, but I know that we weren't going specifically for Mickey's route, if I recall. Amazing. Who who in their right mind would willfully choose Mickey? Uh, well, Mickey's route had my favorite thing in the game, though. Uh, yeah? <laughs> go so, on. Uh, yeah, let me go into some of like, the, the specifics of some of the routes that just kind of separate from Chigusa. So, mi- every route has some in some men you get like either a shower scene or like a top t- yes. one in toga's top is <laughs> one it doesn't take a shower but you find like seonji taking a shower under a waterfall in like a loincloth you get two <laughs> uh shower scenes with jury uh you Excellent. can get one with utena yeah uh, you can peek in on miki taking a shower which is super weird uh, oh dear yeah because you like sp- you like spill food on him during a dinner or something but uh, on, on Mickey's route, so every route you have these character unique things that happen for their routes, like where you're getting closer to them. Uh, on Mickey's, uh, you, you start getting close to him, and Kozwa is there too, because she's a into character to his story arc. And she starts getting kind of cheesed off that you're kind of hanging around Mickey, because, you know, she's got that whole, like, kind of, she's got, she feels like she has some sort of ownership over him in, in a way. Like, she's very possessive. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 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 that route, after you like kind of go, you the protagonist uh, basically convinces Mickey to go on like a fake date with her to practice for date so I can date Anthony later. And it's obviously very like, oh, you can just go on a date with me and try it out, just so you can get some experience of how to do it later, right? Wink, wink. And they do that, and then after uh, the protagonist parts ways with Mickey, and she's like walking back to her dorm, she like meets Kozue. Like just somewhere on the campus, and Koa's being kind of like, uh, like she's she's like stepping up and like being like real like harassing of the protagonist, and then she pushes you down the stairs. 
That checks what? out. What? That's very hard. Yeah, and you wake up in the um, the nurse's office, and Mickey's there, like, kind of sitting by. So, hey, I'm sorry this happened. And after that scene ends, after he, like, kind of, like, goes through this whole thing about how, like, Cosby is kind of, like, the way she is and, like, apologizes, you get 10 points with him, which is the biggest single increase of any character you get in the entire fucking game. And I, I wow. saw that because the, the, the points kept, because they rack up one by one at the end of the scene thing where it does and the little dialogue thing goes up. And it just kept happening. What is going on? Why am I getting so many <laughs> I just like lost <laughs> it when the first time I saw this shit. Cause, like I'm like, oh my God, this is so, like, because doing that, like there's no way you can't get an ending at that point because it's impossible not because you get like, you get like all the points you need to last show for the whole game. It's, it's wonderful. Um, Another interesting a- aspect about uh, Chigusa is that um, to- uh, because she has a crush on her dad, um, Toga happens to look exactly like our dad. Of course. Um, so oh she, starts, she starts dating Toga, and it presents a very interesting problem that, that Jeff ran into when he was playing the game and doing Toga's route. Where if you get all the content in Toga's route, you actually cannot get Toga's ending because Shigusa gets too pissed at you for pursuing Toga and strips too many points away from him. Um, so you kind of have to like not date him and like pick and choose in order to get Toga's ending. Yeah. Yeah, that's really really cool actually. Yeah, because a lot of the things you did with Toga that would give you like the extra content with him, Shigusa would be that too, and she would get just pissed that you would hang around him and so you get two points of toga but then she take like two points away from everyone and just tank your shit back down to zero when you went better just like avoid that in the first place just kind of float around to the next option it's huh. really weird it's kind of like cool considering how usina plays with like genres and such it's this kind of like a subversion of like how you would normally play these games which is kind of cool well and that's Utena's whole thing mm-hmm. is like subversion of tropes and playing with the general idea of genre that you're used to. Mm-hmm. So it checks out. That's super cool. I hadn't like thought about that. I don't know that I did expect that to extend to the game. Yeah, but not at all. I'm kind of glad that it did because this, like you said, this is pretty impressive for an anime tie-in game. Mm-hmm. A lot of those are made with minimal effort, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now I'm thinking about it. Some of the more like character-specific stuff that Chigusa does, uh, she beats Seonji in a duel at the beginning of the game, and he gets obsessed with with defeating her. Which what leads to like the big emotional moment for you with him is he's like training in the rain on the on the second last night, and he like passes out in the rain, taking the nurse's office. Uh, in Jury's route, she steals her locket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And because she wants Jerry to fight her before she fights Utena, and Jerry's like, I'm not doing that, that's stupid, there's no reason to, and so she steals her locket. Um, there's nothing really specific on on uh, Mickey or Toga's route, so I'm here just like being really possessed with Toga. But uh, then, so the game goes through, whatever route you're on, uh, at the end of the game, you finally, whoever you really picked as your, your partner in this, you go and try to confront Chigusa, so you go through the whole monologue, and then Chigusa punks you by using all the people whose nobody bottomed out to like jump you and your person at the end, and you get tied up. So uh, you wake up, you're in the the basement of the fencing hall while Chigusa's off fighting Utena, and you're like, "Well, I gotta do something because Utena might lose because Chigusa's too powerful now. She's got she's she's too evil. She's got too much spirit energy or whatever, and you have to break out." So whoever it is, uh, except excepting uh, Utena, because hers is different. Uh, any student council member you have, they have to fight anyone who lost all the nobility throughout the game. So you can like go through this gauntlet where like like Toga has to fight Seonji, then he has to fight Jury, then he has to fight Miki, and then they finally get out of the basement or whatever. Uh, if you do the Utena route, uh, since none of these student council members are available and they've all been bottomed out, uh, Choo Choo shows up. And he defeats them all in a series of... <laughs> That's canon. Yeah. That's completely oh, canon. <laughs> so so then you after you get out of the um, the, the basement, you're like, well, how can, I, how can we help pretend? We can't get the dueling unit fast enough. It's too far away. We have to stop Chigusa somehow. So what happens is, is you get back up to like the locker room in the, um, the dueling arena, the dueling hall. And there's all these, like, the wooden plates on the wall for, like, the people's, like, nameplates for everyone that was in the, um, the dueling club, including the, uh, 
uh, the coach, uh, and the coach, uh, the protagonist's father, his little token is gone, and it's in her locker. And it turns out... It's in Chaguse's locker. Yes, it's in Chaguse's locker. Yeah. And it, it turns out she's basically, like, whatever the Japanese equivalent of, like, a lich is, because mm. she has this, like, that is object that's tying her to the mortal realm, and so to defeat her, you break it. And and then while she's fighting Utena, she, like, she, like, clutched her chest and, like, starts staggering, which gives Utena the chance to knock the rose off her chest and end and the duel. That's it's great. Cool. There are several times in the game when you come across the chalk white fencing hall and it's actually a, a, a desiccated ruin. Um, and other times it's a chalk white fencing hall, so it's messing with you. Like, And everybody else is like, oh no, that's just a ruin. Like, They don't realize that it, it's it's occasionally not a ruin. It's just kind of a that like the playing with your uh, like guess. That is really it, interesting. So I think I remember that, that yeah. from my my short playthrough that Alice and I did when we uh, we played it for our podcast birthday a couple of years ago. But um, did you guys have a favorite route that you took in playing the game? Yes, I had a favorite route. Uh, Jeff, did you have a favorite um, route? I got I, I my favorite ending was Toga's ending because of how like I love how emblematic it is of Toga. So um, in every every ending you as so after you've defeated Chigusa, it's an, it's the it's like that evening and the protagonist it's been three days remember three days at the, at the school and she's like oh my dad's sick now I gotta go home so she leaves she has to leave the school which is what keeps everything you know canonical with the show mm-hmm. uh, and whoever route you're on shows up at the end to say to see you off. Uh, jury, her route. So um, she she meets uh, the protagonist as she's as she's walking towards like the dock or whatever, and gives her a locket with her face in it. So like, take from that whatever you want. Seonji, <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, the the protagonist like gives him the send off because he's so pathetic. <laughs> and like, and like, then like she leaves. Uh, Mickey's one is just kind of weird because he's like he's like too young for her. He's like mm-hmm. Utena's route. Uh, they 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 part ways, and then the final scene is the protagonist at her new school wearing like the prince outfit. Excellent, like, I colors. love this. Yeah. Always a good choice. Yeah, and Toga's. So Toga's the protagonist gives him a letter to you know, say, "Hey, I'm, I'm sorry," because he didn't show up at the at like the front of the school. So he, she gives him this letter and he meets her and then he leaves and he's like, oh, and I'll, I'll always remember you, blah, he'll come back, we'll, we'll do whatever. And then the final scene is him standing in front of that and throwing that letter in the fucking, in the fucking fire and be like, I, they, these, they cannot believe that she, she, she did all this. This is ridiculous. And just, he, and, oh that, my and that's God. the end of it. And I'm like. <laughs> Savage. Well, there's, there's a post-credits scene of that where basically it's the protagonist like waiting in class to hear from Toga, wondering if she's ever going to oh, hear from him no. again, and she won't. Wow! Mm-hmm. Yikes! Yeah, and then aside from that, there's all these like post-credits scenes of like Akio standing in front of the fencing hall saying, "This is a good experiment, but maybe we could do some better." This leading into the Black Rose arc. Mm, um, there's good. like a scene of um, uh, Mikage and uh, what's the 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 guy's name, the the stand-in auntie. Uh, um, Mamiya. Mamiya? Oh, uh, Mamiya? Yeah, yeah, them. Like, I know, I always looking. call him Mama Mia, yeah. and it took me a second to <laughs> not say that. I know, I was like, I know yeah. that's what you all always said, but it's not that. Yeah, but it's like got them like in the basement of the um of the, the seminar, like looking at the, the glowing box of the rose in it and all this stuff, like to lead into that. Because this game is conquered, happened right before the Black Rose arc. That so this is like so all the shit that that Akio was doing to prepare for that, I guess. The beta run. Because he had to... Yeah. <laughs> the beta run, yeah. And um, so the other arcs, um, after you get all the character endings, uh, you can get uh, the... the the There's three other... There's three kind of joke endings. Mm-hmm. The first one is the um, the Akio car ending, where you... I want to talk about that one yeah, real you, quick. Yeah, go ahead and you, you, go, you go over it. Yeah. So the Akio car ending is basically... Um, uh, the game just stops and interrupts you, and Akio shows up with the car, um, and it takes you on a car ride and asks you a bunch of questions, and you get the option to answer his questions, but he's not listening to you at all. He uh, he just you know responds as if what you say doesn't matter, and it doesn't. It's Akio. Nothing you say matters. He's already made up his mind about your situation, and it, it's great. Uh, so yeah. 
Sorry, yeah, and then the protagonist hard cuts to standing in the dueling arena uh, wearing, like, a duelist outfit. And then an- another hard cut to her being defeated, like, immediately. <laughs> and Uden is like, this is, Uden is like, this is such a, a bad duelist. Like, what is this? Is like, that this the hard. Akio ending? Because I know that you, there is an Akio ending for the game. Okay. Yeah, that's the Akio ending. And then there's a um, there's also a, a Black Rose ending where uh, kind of the same thing happens. That's the one you get when you tank out everybody's... Um, oh, interesting. Like, nobility, like, no one's left. Hmm. And yeah, that one, you, you put a duelist, and you just, you lose immediately. There, the, the then there is the, um, there's the Anthe ending, which you can get when, got every other ending, where you're like, well... And, and just, well, well, and just so everybody knows, the Anthe ending is my ending, like, my Yeah, go ending. ahead, Jenner. It's the one I like the best. Um, so the Anthe ending, uh, is basically, um, <laughs> um... Anthe just like Anthe, you, you duel Utna. You decide that you're gonna fight for Anthe, and you duel Utna, and um, you beat her, and you get Anthe as your bride, and um, you know you decide to take a bath together, and you know do sex stuff, and then uh, Utna shows right back up the next day, all beat up because you beat her up, and is like, no, fucker, this is not gonna happen, not canon. Not in my house. That's incredible. And <laughs> takes Anthe back. That's the best thing wow. I've ever heard. The best part is like when Anthe rigs the match so that you win and beat Utna, uh, it has like this comedic scene where you have you're wearing like safety helmets and like oh my God. prop weapons. Like little like squeaky hammers and shit. It's really good. Oh my god. <laughs> that that's so yeah. good. All of the Everything I learned about this game makes it even better. Why did you guys decide to do this? Is it just because it was an Utsna game? Um, I guess I'm the best person to answer this question because I kind of roped <laughs> Jeff into it. I kind of ob- obligated him to do this task for me. So um, this year was five years, but I believe this year uh, was the 20th anniversary yeah. of Re- Revolutionary Girl Utsna, the, the, the anime. So, in order to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Revolutionary Girl Utna, I decided to watch it all over again and basically do a write-up of every scene, like my takes and stuff like that, on the forums that we frequent. And I invited everybody else to join me and watch it with me because Nozomi put up God the series Nozomi. Revolutionary Girl God Utna uh, for free <laughs> on, on, on YouTube. Bless them. Uh, so, and then after um, uh, I finished writing up my synopsis of Revolutionary Girl Utna. <laughs> I liked it a lot, by the way, spoilers. Um, <laughs> I'm gay. Uh, is uh, uh, somebody informed me, I forget who, of, of this game existing. And um, it just so happened that my spouse and I were planning a trip to Japan uh, that th- this year. And so when we went to Japan, I remember telling Jeff, I'm going to get this game. I'm going to find it. And I did. Oh, that's I excellent. In Japan. That's so good. And um, Best souvenir. Yeah, so I own it. Yeah, not that... We, we, and we totally 100% legally 100%. played the game, for sure. Absolutely. Um, yep, very legal. Extremely legal, extremely cool. Totally legal. fine. Uh, yeah, she got yeah, her so Sega set in mind. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's... So uh, I, I, I was like, you know, if we're going to finish the Revolutionary Girl Utna story, we should probably play this game, Jeff. And Jeff was like, it is my best friend and will support me in all of my insanity. So he's like, Fine. Yeah, what I said was, is, is I'll play, you do the video. <laughs> yeah. Valid. So that's how we came to do this. It basically, was the, the short answer is the 20th anniversary of Revolutionary Girl Utna. I looked for LPs of this game on the internet and found uh, zero. So I figured this was a thing that needed to exist. People needed to experience this game and decided to do it. And my LP is really bad, so eh. It's anyway. extremely bad. That's, that's fine. That's our brand. People do deserve to experience this game. I actually just came into possession of my own copy of this game when I was at Anime NYC, where I got to see Abby in person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yay. was with producer Jimmy and he while we were at the Sailor Moon panel found a like perfect complete inbox version of the Utsuna Sega Saturn game 
And so I have that now, and it's got a nice little art book in it. And I have I have lovingly looked over all of the materials included with the game. You got good Utena goods. Out oh of, uh, boy, yeah! I spent a lot of money on a very expensive print. <laughs> it was really Worth good, it. though. <laughs> But yeah, so like, it. it just, it feels like maybe there are people, because a lot of people love Utena who probably don't even know that this game exists, and I feel like more people really need to experience mm-hmm. this game. Agreed. If it wasn't a good game, I would be like, uh, let's just pretend that this never happened. Abandon our plan. But it is a good game. There's so much yeah, content it, it, in it, that game. It is a good game, and it's so true, like true to the characters. It really, it really is so good, like true to the characters. Yeah, like like Jerry giving you a locket with her face in it, and basically God. giving you the same thing that she has with Shiori That's is so just funny. amazing. And she gives it a little kiss on the forehead. I'm a sucker for forehead kisses. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too much. It's good. At the end of the Secret Anthe ending, you get a special splash screen of um, the protagonist and Chigusa together, like, Ooh. and they're naked. But, you know, that's just a thing that it exists. Yeah, I was actually surprised so. that there was, there's actually no Chigusa route in oh, this That's game really bizarre. Like, you you yeah. can't do it. Yeah. I guess because she's because I figured the like that villain. that is like the rife like there's no there's no Chigusa route and R. there's no Naname route and th- both of those things that exist in your crimes. There should that, have that been is. a Naname route. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Mod this game, modders, please. There was a lot of good Naname both. content in the game though. Oh so yeah, so two good. times she shows up with her like uh, bit squad. And just, like, starts harassing the protagonist. Yeah, she does. And then the first time, uh, Utena, like, kind of drives him off. The second time, whoever you're dating comes in and, like, says, hey, get out of here. Uh, when you're on the Toga route, when you invite Toga to dinner, Nanami just shows up with him. Yeah. And just is, like, there in the second seat next to him. It's really good. It's so funny. And, like, just all all of the, like, this, the game is, like, at... 320 by 200 or something it's like a super low resolution because it's like but the, it looks the, the incredible yeah. it's like it's gorgeous. really stunning for what it is how good the like art quality is on this game and it has animated cutscenes yes it has original animated cutscenes and original yeah original content that you will not see anywhere else for for the real diehard revolutionary girl utna fans out there you are missing content that exists in this game. Yeah, it has it has uh, cutscenes where each pair of student council members duel each other. Uh, there is the whole duel between Utena and uh, Chigusa. It's it's great. It's wonderful. Uh, the duel with Chigusa actually has its own song that you will find nowhere else. That's cool. A unique song. It really fits it there in nicely go. into the canon in that regard. Mm-hmm. I was trying to see if I could find any info it's, it's about uh, how involved either uh, Saito or Ikuhara might have been in the creation of this game, but yeah. there's not a whole lot of information on the production of this game, which doesn't really it doesn't really surprise me. You know what to do, empty movement. <laughs> I'm assigning you homework. <laughs> I mean, we can give you a video. I mean, of the yeah, but like even him. if he was in the credits, yeah, it wouldn't really tell me how involved he was in, like, the writing of the story or, like, the, I don't know, any of the choices about the making of the game. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely, like, an anime tie, not a manga tie, because it very clearly slotted right definitely, in the show yeah. between two episodes, like, right before stuff happens. Yeah. And it references, like, the Black Rose stuff doesn't happen in the manga. Um, right? there's, it's not, not in really. the main story of the manga, but I do think that there is, like, some manga Black Rose stuff, but I'm not sure. I know that for sure there's illustration. There's at least one or more illustrations of uh, Mikage and Mamiya in the manga, but sure. I don't remember. It might be in like one of the short stories or something. I I, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't. Oh, that that reminds me. So if you're on like a failure route. You will bump into Mikage at one point, and he's basically like, "Well, you didn't do a great job. Uh, you don't seem to, no one seems to like you. Uh, try again next time, I guess." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's like harsh <laughs> coming from Mikage. Yep, Mikage uh, just knows that you're a failure and is waiting for you. 
It's really interesting. Uh, it's a really good game. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad that um, I was informed of it. I forget who told me about it. But yeah, I'm really... I think it was you, Jeff. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm the one that looked up... I like looked up all the stuff on the translation off the empty movement forums. And they got this big mega thread on it. Uh, so good. Anyone who's listening to this, uh, that thread, uh, I'm sure we can find a link for it. But um, it suggests using this old um, emulator called like... Uh, God, what was it even called? SSF or something. Don't. That emulator is bad and crappy. Uh, use BizHawk. It works way better. There's like there's no screen tearing. It's all the sounds good. Uh, just that's my hot tip to you as a guy who had to play this game several times and got actually frustrated with it when it would not work. Yeah, uh, the opening of the game has uh, all the boys singing and um, has me. Honestly, the opening so of that game is worth comes. watching on its own. The opening sequence of the game is incredible. I wish I had a translation for it because that has like it's like a vocal version of like the Otori like it, yeah you know, it's da, one da, of the da. songs from the soundtrack and I don't know any of the names from the songs on the soundtrack so I'm sorry I can't tell you which one it is but it's one of the like classical oh, it's one of the classic Utena instrumental pieces and they have set words to it but they're being sung in Japanese. And none of us speak Japanese. So well, Abby knows a little bit of Japanese, but I don't well, I don't know if your <laughs> skills extend to this theme song. But I would be like, that's the end of the <laughs> sentence. Um that yeah. But <laughs> it's got this whole song and we desperately need to know what's being said in it. If somebody can I that that I feel like is something that Gio should I'm, have. I'm sure someone but I don't knows know if she does. It, the, the main problem is 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 uh, translating like the actual text of a game is relatively it's not it's not easy, but it's not difficult compared to like adding subtitles to like a rendered video in a weird yeah. format for the Sega Saturn, yeah. right? So there's only so much you can do. Like there's actually I I I was messing around with the the program that someone made to extract the game assets and translate the game. Like to mm-hmm. in- inject their translation into it, and you can just get all the images, and like it's perfectly possible for someone to go in and like edit all the uh, like the nameplates to be in English and all mm-hmm. the the backgrounds and stuff. But it's like yeah. that's a lot of work that people aren't as willing to do, especially because you have to like convert to like a normal format, reconvert back to work of the Sega Saturn. It's all anything goes wrong if something's upside down suddenly. Who knows? It's all weird. So like I understand why they didn't do that because it's difficult. But, like, the amount of work that went... Because someone wrote a program specifically to pull the stuff for this game out and then inject that stuff back into it. Like, this fan base is dedicated. The Ujet fan base is incredible, for sure. I love Revolutionary Revolution. It is very good. Um, And I'm glad that the Revolutionary Girl Utna video game takes place in the anime and not in the manga because then I wouldn't like it as much. Because you cannot convince me a jury is straight. I'm yeah. and we don't speak of heterosexual jury in this house. Just just like with, just like jury with a Y. Jury with a Y, heterosexual jury, both banned in this house. <laughs> Not allowed. I'm trying to think of more things to ask about this game. Um, because I know that I had questions, but after all of the struggling I, I... to make this episode happen, I've lost part of my things that I was bringing to this table. Abby, do you have anything? <laughs> I did look up, um, well, I did look up because I was curious about what Chigusa's na- name meant. I didn't look up her surname, but I looked up her first name, and I figured the first kanji would be something chi because it can mean, like, a thousand, but it can also mean intellect and wisdom, apparently. Um, and then the other part of her name can mean class, um, kind, seed, species, or variety, so, like, a thousand varieties or, like, wisdom and varieties. But much is most interestingly, at the end of this entry on behindthename.com, take that with a grain of salt, um, is as a word, chigusa refers to a great variety of flowering plants. Also, it's an abbreviation of chi, uh, chigusairo, which resembles a light greenish blue color. So that's just like that, her color. That was her hair color. And I just, <laughs> I just love how it refers to like plants. So it's just, it's very much so like all in line with. I mean, the themes of Utana. It's just like we've been saying, like, this, like, even her name fits in with the naming of other characters in the show. 
Mm-hmm. It, it really does blow my mind how authentic this is to the anime. I think I think my favorite part about the ending is after Utena defeats Shigusa, she's just gone. Yeah. Like, she's just gone. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> she just, I guess because they, they exercise her spirit or distorted phylactery or whatever, and then mm-hmm. Utena defeats her. And, like, it just, like, the, the duel ends, and then they're just standing in front of the school, seeing off the protagonist, and they don't talk about it anymore. It's just, that's it. Yeah, it's like an interesting kind of like horror almost kind of genre thing. Like, especially I'm trying to think, I mean, because the whole thing about Utori is like this idea that, you know, you don't grow up there. And like Chigusa is a really good example of that because she's like, she's this ghost who's like trapped in this form and trapped in that mental state, but in a more twisted way than we see in the actual, in the, the anime. Yeah, like that that's basically just her and Chigusa's entire thing is that she can't move on from not obtaining the relationship that she wanted and so now she's willing to change the course of time and space itself yeah I think that's something that I um pointed out uh in a previous episode that you had me but I'll go ahead and repeat it because that's what we're all about is is repeat repeat hot takes here from Jenner so like um Utna has this role in the anime where she kind of shows up and fixes everybody's lives. Like, she just kind of shows them where, where where they're stuck, where they're fucking up. And, you know, it just, like, is like, uh, look at me, live by my example, do better. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the anime, they have that scene where they're playing, like, badminton. you know, they're yeah. playing yeah. badminton or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't, and, um... They're all joking around about how like they're gonna date Utna and like you know stuff mm. like that, but what they're what they're really saying is you know I'm better now you know I can move on like that's the real statement that they're making is like they're they're over their issues and they we can see move that on in now. the post climax sequence in the last episode where like everybody's sort of moved on just a little bit to where you can see that they're actually capable of making progress now yeah and. And it's really important that they, they did that. And it means a lot to me that they did that because what it basically means is like, even though it also establishes they don't even remember Utna, yeah. her impact is still there. Her influence on them is still there and everybody still feels it and everybody is still better. And it strongly implies that everybody but Akio will be able to leave that place and Akio will just be stuck oh, there choose forever. to be stuck there and more importantly. That's, that's fucking justice. And then you got this weird purple-haired OC that just, like, shows up for three days and just she leaves. She doesn't even have a name. And she just takes something mm-hmm. with her. No, you give, her, you, you give her a name. Isn't she one of the Ko's? Like, Eiko, Biko, like... No. That's not... No, okay, the reason that you but... thought that was a thing is because uh, Gio and Yasha make jokes about it, and they've joked about it on the podcast before. Uh. That's why. Like, calling her F-Co or something. I don't know. I mean, that checks out. <laughs> well, Jenner's name she picked was a crime. What? I, I, I named her Yuri Sugoi. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean that that's the best name. That's incredible. <laughs> I think that you, Jeff, you've made an error in your speaking because that is the best name. I guess the real crime is we found out later we could have used the kanji to spell it out and it would have actually voiced it. Oh my god. Yeah, they would have said it. I know. Next time. (laughs) No, there will be no next time. We're never doing this again. Well, for all anybody else who wants to try to do this, FYI. What do you guys think is the worst ending of the game? Uh, I think it's the Mickey one because it's really... A lot of the relationships... Like, there aren't really... This isn't like a really a traditional, like, Otome game. Because the protagonist is just kind of there, and she's, mm-hmm. like, swept up in all these people's lives. She's not really, like, doing things too actively to, like, change yeah. anything. Uh, and the Mickey one, she, like, has a crush on Mickey for a reason. And she, like, she like pervs on him while he's in the shower. Yeah. Uh, and at the end, like, she goes off and... And, like, when she's in the classroom at her new school, her friends are talking to her. She's like, oh, did you have a boyfriend back at your last place? Uh, and, she, and they're talking about how they like older guys. She's like, hmm, I don't think I like older guys because Mickey's the young guy. It's like, uh, like oh, it's kind of gross. It's like, I also agree hey, that nice. Mickey's ending is the worst ending because the protagonist becomes the kind of person that the person they're pursuing would want. 
in mm-hmm. Mickey's Road. Not in every okay. road, but in Mickey's Road. And so the protagonist becomes more like Kozue Urgh. and more of a shitty person Yikes. in Mickey's Road, where she's deceiving him. And like at the end of the game, she basically steals his first kiss. Um, and it's like, tee-hee-hee, I stole his first kiss. Yikes. Um, so proud of herself. Yikes. And um, does not give him any closure, just disappears from his life without breaking up with him. So it implies that like, he's still hung up about her. Um, and is it, it's bad. Yeah, just throw another lady in the power. The power lady is that Toxic. Mickey has, has like weird feelings about. Don't like that. No. No, no, it's not good. Not at all. And, uh, and the Seonji one is really good because basically in the in the route, like he is not even aware that the protagonist like likes him the whole time. Because like one time he meets a bit in the the tea room, and and the right option is like to pick the tea. He ner- he nerds off about the Japanese tea. Um, when he passes out in the rain, he, uh, you take him to the nurse's office, but he like doesn't remember that you took him there because he's all like delirious and feverish up until the very end. And then like he just like he's more at the the fencing hall to defeat Chigusa than any reason you're there. That checks out. Yeah. Really uh, oh, another another good one. So in the the Toga route, that's the route that the Titans gets laid. Nice. Uh, and it's really yep. <laughs> naturally. Because you show up in his room and there's like a CG of him like shirt open, like laying on his bed, like red, <laughs> like red sheets. Of, oh and then, god, I hope you watch. And that. then when when disc three starts or disc two, whatever, uh, you wake up and you're alone in the fucking bed. He's gone, Naturally. and you can't find him until like later in the day when you like getting rescued. It's it's just it's, it's such a ridiculous game. It's so like it's so true to the characters. I I love. It's just it's so good. It's good. Yeah, I love especially the idea that you're winning people's like nobility in order to like be on their route so it's yeah and like never lose that nobility as you grow up like that's just super dope okay and if i'm going to be here at alice's stead i have to i would be remiss to not talk a little bit about the time loops so like from having played the game if like the time loops in the anime like all kind of serve a purpose and develop these characters even if they forget it what do you think the characters especially i don't know utina especially or any character in general might like learn from this route or like take away do you think there's anything that you could read from this well toga didn't learn anything because toga like he flirts with the main character mm-hmm. like the first thing he does when he when he meets her is to be like hey you and then like anthony and utna they're like don't listen to him he's just being him whatever blah 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 <laughs> toga is trash yeah, and then he's yep. supposed to like his, his the, the climax of his route is you know fucking unlike every other route and then he <laughs> you know he burns a shit so he did he did he was just he thinks he's the most manipulating the protagonist the entire time, even though, mm-hmm. you know, she's got the hots for everybody, depending on... She's, like, quantum horny. <laughs> she's on. Like, another plane of existence, like that Treacherous <laughs> libido. Um, and Seonji, he's just upset, because he gets defeated by Chigusa at every route, no matter what you do. Incredible. As long as you, like, show up at the place, you see it. And he's, like, just obsessed with defeating her, just mm-hmm. like he's always obsessed with, like not being the goddamn loser so like he doesn't really learn anything from that really yeah it's kind of like they're almost caricatures of themselves in a way like ex- exaggerated i think that's the big distinction between Utna's influence in uh mm-hmm. the anime and the protagonist's influence in the video game and like uh the protagonist doesn't change anything and they shouldn't because this is a single game and it shouldn't mm-hmm. have any influence on the anime these things have to uh, exist independent of each other and yet still yeah. be respectful of each other's existence. So the protagonist doesn't really change anybody or influence anybody in any way. Everybody they interact with stays just as broken as they were when you first started with them. With the exception of Chigusa, who fucking dies. Yeah, well, so. dies again, I guess. <laughs> like, you got a bunch of uh, options to, like, ask Jury about, like, her locket. And every time you do that, she gets pissed about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. the only resolution you get to that arc is she gets your locket back. Yeah. Like, you never really talk about the real significance to her, aside from the fact that it's really important and it's someone that, you know, she cares about. Uh, I don't think Koza, I don't think Shiori's even in the game. I don't, I don't remember ever her seeing her. Her and Chigusa, like, in one game would just be like, wow, that would be a lot. Like, they would butt heads, I feel like. Because, like, Kozue is a different kind of mean girl than Shiori is. Because mm-hmm. Koza just, like, doing what she wants. And if, if like, you piss off her brother, who gives a shit? Except when it does. It's just, <laughs> somebody does give a shit. Man, Shiori would mess mess up Jerry's route a lot. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, yeah, and the thing is, too, this is the first season, so, like, yeah, they just, exactly. she wasn't even in the show yet. Man, I, I would kill, like, somebody write that fic. That would be... That would be good. I really, I really wish that... Okay, let me let me ask you this, Jenner, and I guess you mm-hmm. too as well. Uh, if there had been a Chigusa bra, what would you have wanted to see in it? Oof, okay. I'm going to wait for other people to answer first. But I got I got a hot take. No, let, oh gosh, why yeah, don't you know. go with your hot take so Abby and I can take a second oh, to think God. about it? Ah, damn. Okay, well, it's because I've actually played the game, so I, I actually haven't... Okay, so... What I would want to have is, like, I want to be respectful of what the game is already trying to establish about the character. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't want the protagonist <clears throat> to actually be able to heal yeah. or repair anything that Chigusa has going on. Because that's not what the protagonist is able to do. It's been established. So, what I would want is just, like, the most slow burn... Foyer, fucking. <laughs> you know, you know what's up, right? Um, where she just hates, just hate fucking, just straight hate fucking. Um, just you know, and then you still have to take her out at the end. <laughs> and when you take her out, she's just like, I wish I could quit you, and that's just like the end of it. <laughs> my route that's would good. have them become roommates. Oh my god, they were roommates. Oh my god, that would roll. Oh my god, they were roommates. Oh, that's a good one. Man, I'm trying to, like, think. I'm definitely, like, feeling generous vibes of, like, some sort of slow burn. But definitely it can't be any sort of redemptive thing at the end. But, like, it's interesting because I feel like the protagonist might take on a more active role in that route than maybe other routes, which is interesting. With something about destroying this kind of artifact connected to her. But, like, I don't know. Have it be more focused on, on her and them and have this kind of tragic, tragic love, right? It's like, you can't actually, you know, exist in this world and then she like leaves because she's like heartbroken thinking about her or something <laughs> yeah i think what I, w- <laughs> I would have done is um you go through the route and uh it, there's obviously like this all this weird tension because she clearly hates you but like she starts warming up to you and it goes on and goes on and then at the end like after you've like done all like your romancy route shit that you know we, we expect in these in these games uh, turns out that she was just playing you the whole goddamn time and she was just doing this so she could like get you all the way when she had to fight Utena so you couldn't mess anything up and they had like you had to like betray her at the very end so you don't like get cease to exist or it gives you an option to just like let it happen and let her win Ooh. and you get like the bad that end. would that would fucking that would be wow and just disappear I'm just thinking kind of like the the anti Utena kind of backstabbing thing like it would be that kind of like vibe I don't know oh yeah oh wow Jeff you are you got the good mm, you got the yeah. good content. Um, I want to I want to take a moment to talk a little bit about Tokimeki Memorial 2. Oh gosh. Um, so in Tokimeki Memorial 2, there's this romanceable girl who is best friends with the uh, childhood friend character, and uh, so she hates you. And it is believed by anime fan fans. Wow. That this girl might be the first tsundere. Mm, okay. Um. So if you choose to try to romance this girl, um, she is like hangs up on you all the time, treats you with complete disrespect, has nothing but contempt for you, uh, etc. Until you just slowly but surely just persist and where and like she she just kind of you just kind of grow in her. She just like starts to develop feelings for you too because she realizes that you're sincerely interested in her. Yeah. And uh, that that's kind of the same storyline that I would want for Chibusa if we had like a situation where we could actually could have something healthy, but we, we it's don't. Utena. So, There's no yeah. such thing as a healthy relationship. That's why my idea mm-hmm. is so good. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why Jeff's idea is so great. That's also good, you know. <laughs> AU. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What would the Naname route look like? Ooh, that's actually. a really good question. need to be involved somehow. Some sort of absurd animal thing. Would would Anthe mess with her? Absolutely. You yeah, can't course. have a good Naname route without Anthe fucking some shit up. Mm, yeah but i feel like it would be like it the way that it would happen it would be in the way that anthe episode or that anthe messing with nanime episodes happen so mm-hmm. that it would be subtle enough that you're not a hundred percent sure 
But if you've watched through the anime, you know. Yeah, this would still be like kind of the the snail in the pencil box levels, especially because yeah. it's like still earlier on. No, probably no like animal transformations or eggs involved. No, not that. <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> I think it's interesting that this is set like in the middle of the first season, especially because yeah. I looked it up. This was made after this anime completed. Interesting. I think that it's interesting that they decided to slot it in there because the anime was in uh, was in 1997 and this game came out in 1998 which I guess would mean that they were working on it while the anime was still in production yeah that is really cool it's really the, the best place to put it where you can really not have any character development and because mm-hmm. they're all still the kind of archetypical characters from the beginning before they started like developing a little bit yeah so like you can you got those archetypes you can like lean on and, and not feel bad about them not like developing it all because they haven't yet in the in the show, I guess. Uten is still super dumb. I figured it out. Mm-hmm. I figured out the anime route Uh-oh. just now. What's up? So Uh-oh. in the anime route, you join her posse. Okay. Good. And the primary conflict is not with Naname, but with the other girls in the posse, because they're getting mad about you being around her so much and monopolizing your time. And that's we have the that's the conflict in that in that route is dealing with them, as opposed to dealing with Naname. I think you're right. It's perfect. Probably. I think that that is the perfect Naname route. <laughs> But would it also, like, how would it involve Toga? Would you, like, be trying to turn her away from Toga and, like, being obsessed with him? There would be the option for your character to, ha- like, have a crush on Toga and for you to have some dialogue options that indicated that. But it would mess up your Naname run. Yeah, I would imagine. Hmm, don't know if you got anything else. That's all the content. That's, yeah, I mean, it, like, if, if you guys don't have anything else about the game, like, it's okay to have exhausted it because it's not <laughs> it's not the world's longest game. Mm-mm. You guys, or Jeff, you played through all of the routes, but, like, it's not really a long game. Yeah, no, using, like, without using fast forward, it took me, like, maybe two hours per route. I got down, like, an hour and a half, and I was, like, just judiciously just skipping dialogue I've seen eight times already because mm-hmm. uh, all the all the character video we did we just cut out all the the non-unique contents i was so tired <laughs> yeah i believe it <laughs> wow yeah but i loved getting to know more about this game because i actually i i mean i know that we've just spent the whole time raving about how good this game was but like when i played it i was i i really enjoyed the experience of playing it i don't play a lot of visual novels but uh i do mm-hmm. like them and this was a good one and i wanted to just like make random choices and figure out what ending it would land me in but we ended up not playing long enough for it to give us an ending which from your estimate like we probably would have only had to have played for another 45 minutes before we actually got some sort of ending yeah it's it's very obvious because the the third disc is where you you know what route you're on uh-huh. and so it's very clearly obvious that you're oh crap i don't no one's coming here i'm I, I, I fucked it i messed it up i'm getting the bad end. i'm gonna die because <laughs> like oh, what what happens is is um you get locked into the character routes but if you don't have enough points it'll still take the person you have the highest amount of points with but if they're not above some threshold they will get killed basically during the duels in the basement of the dueling hall and then you just get stabbed and die that's that's hilarious yeah it's not even like a an ending and it's like a game over getting stabbed and dying yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's not by chigusa it's by just some other student council member wow that is like all mine that's wrong mine messed up how anticlimactic but i guess that uh wraps us up for the episode if you'd like to follow us on twitter you can do that at UtenaCast. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata. Abby, where can people follow you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at, at Abby Say Swords, which is A-B-B-Y Say Swords. I'm glad you just embraced that. It's no. it's my brand now. <laughs> it's my brand. I do love the sword lesbians, so like it works. Abby says words. Jeff, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at HeyBoots on Twitter. You know, the bad website. Uh, I have blocked so many keywords, so don't tweet me your hot takes. I won't see them. Uh, also, go check out the LP Zone. It's LP.Zone. That's where our LP lives. It's a good site for the good content. Jenner, where can people find you online, should you wish to be found? <laughs> you can uh, find me on the Twitter at so I endure, but don't. I'm really political, and uh, you will regret it. Jenner has a lot of 
fiery political posts. I probably don't see a lot of those posts because of all the mutes I have. <laughs> if you would like to follow us on Tumblr, you can do that at imaginemeandmutina.tumblr.com. If you would like to email us, you can do that at imaginemeandmutina at gmail.com. And our thing, do we have, we have a Patreon that you can find basically you can find the link to that anywhere we can be found on the internet. Our Patreon is very helpful. And Jeff is one of our patrons. I mentioned that in the last episode that just went up. Thank you so much for your patronage. And thank you everyone Yay. for your patronage. You guys are great. Abby's also so a patron. Welcome. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna let that slide by. Abby's oh, also okay. a patron. Yeah. But I did forget it for half a second because I wasn't prepared to say that and I just decided to do it. So there we go. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> when are you start in the gay bear anime? We will start gay bear anime when we finish doing character episodes. And I've got a couple other people who are coming on for just sort of like miscellaneous episodes. But once we finish up our Utena content, we will start Yuri Kuma. And we will also be giving coverage to Sarazanmai when it comes out. We'll be trying to tackle that uh, as it is coming out, but I don't know how we're going to juggle both of those at the same time. We're going to make it work, but we want to keep up with Sarazanmai when it's coming out too somehow because we desperately want to know what is going on with I'm, the yeah. mongoose. I'm so excited. It. I really want to see how he does it. Like, yeah. I have no idea what it's supposed to be, and I'm so excited. Coming with no expectations ex besides just it's going to be weird. So, But gay bear anime is going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. I think it's only 13 episodes, so we're not even going to be doing it for that long. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've seen it. It's only 13. And then we'll do Penguin Drum, probably. Mm -hmm. That's the plan, tentatively. I've got... I've got mixed feelings about that show. I don't know anything about it, so that'll be fun to I discover. have the Blu-rays. I have not yet watched them, but it's, it's on the list. <laughs> they're, they're next to my, on my little Utena shelf, so maybe I'll watch along with y'all. Uh, I believe that you'll be able to uh, one day consume this anime, and it'll be good. I can't wait to hear whatever the hell it is that you guys have to say about gay bear anime. I know. I'm hoping um, that we're going to be able to have Gio and Yasha watch uh, some of Yuri Kuma with us. They have tried to watch it before and did not like it. So I'm interested to see how that pans out for their second attempt at watching it. But I don't really remember if I liked it, but I'm the kind of person where if I start watching something, I got to finish it. Oh, same. So uh. I kept watching it and like, well, this is okay. But like, Mm, um, I'm not gonna get into it right now. I will probably watch along with you guys when you watch it because uh, obviously it's on the list. Excellent. I think that does us for this week. If I forgot anything, I'm sorry. I'm tired. Revolutionize the world, everybody. Yeah, thank you so much for having yes. us. Uh, we really enjoy being part of this Always podcast and, and just destroying destroying your your creative projects with our terribleness. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting this one, Panda. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is going to be Panda. a nightmare. Maybe I can have you guys come on for something to do with your Yuri Kuma. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll come on, but Jenna hasn't seen it. I don't know if she wants to watch that show. I haven't seen it. Um, I might I might watch one episode out That's of That's what I was going to so suggest is that we have you, we have you guys on for an episode but you just watch the episode out of context. That would be fun. I mean, it's fine. We're not yeah. we're not joined to the hip. We don't have to be the same thing every time. Yeah, but if, if I had one of you without the other, it would just feel wrong. I, I suppose. <laughs> we're a team now, Jeff. I'm sorry. What am I done? <laughs> All right. Revolutionize the world, everybody. Have a good night day, I guess. I don't know things. <laughs>